What's happening, my dysfunctional family members out there listening? Today I've got an awesome guest with me, Michael Stover, one of the main players who was with me in the era I was hosting the hip-hop shop here in Athens. Michael Stover, a.k.a. Stover the Last, came to OU in 2009. I met him when he started coming to the shop in 2010, and it seemed he was always in the streets supporting hip-hop in Athens. He was always ready to showcase his rhymes on stage at the shop, and hearing how he's grown, it's awesome to know those years in Athens, of all places, helped lay a foundation for him. It may have been short-lived, but Stowe helped shape the hip-hop scene here in town. Really happy to have this man here with me today, writer, MC, Stowe the Last, you from the hill. I'm on my way, way, way. What's happening? What's happening? You're listening live View from the Hill at www.viewfromthehill.com. That was Propane 6. 
off the latest project from my guest today, Michael Stover, a.k.a. Stowe the Last. Stowe, what's happening, man? Man, just chilling as always, man. How you living? Oh, it's good. It's good. I was really glad to uh, get the message from you telling me that you'd be back in Athens because uh, usually we do this show every other week, but I was like, man, Stowe's coming in town. I gotta do it. Gotta more, do it. More than a blessing, dude. I, uh, I'm i just, I'm glad to be here, man. Yeah. Honestly. Really good. Really good. And uh, Propane 6, man. Hot. Real shit I ever wrote, man. Like, you know, it's, uh, I, instead of, like, before when I started doing stuff, I would kind of hold back in terms of not cussing, not talking about vices and stuff like that. But I just got to a point in my life where, like, it was either let it all out or crumble, you know what I mean? So. Well, I'm glad you're letting it all out now. We're going to talk about that a little later, about uh, that holding back part in your time. But 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 Propane 6, besides beyond like uh, holding back, kind of what, what's that talking about? What were you, what what, minds, uh, what mind state were you in, you know, when you were writing that? Uh, like, honestly, like the worst, man. Like, or, well, I had just gotten over the worst, I guess. Um and uh i had just gotten kicked out of my my mom's spot and uh you know same with school and uh just not knowing what was next at all and trying to figure out you start thinking about shit you know what i mean like and uh just being being lonely and shit like that like it all just weighs down and you just get to a point where you know I let it out. Um, you, got, you have to. You literally have to. In one way, you either destroy yourself or you let it out and, you know, grow from it. So Absolutely, man. I, can, <clears throat> I understand that, definitely. I understand that. I needed to just talk about it. I needed to kind of explain a little bit about your mind state when you were writing that. Because, you know, as, as a writer, too, I mean, certain songs do come from certain points of your life. That's mm-hmm. obvious. And I just wanted to talk about that. That's my favorite of the stuff you've released so far. I appreciate it. That's off the uh, the newest EP, what, Death? That one's from Life. Life. But, uh... See, I didn't even... See, that's the thing. I didn't even know how to pronounce those because oh, they're shown on on your site and, uh, in, in, in just a kind of a symbol. Of course, and, yeah. And what is that? That's Japanese writing, yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Japanese, just because, you know, I'm a super fan of, of anime and stuff like that, so kind of stems from that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right on, right on. And so you had Life and Death, that one, Propane 6, coming from Life. Yes. Uh, we're going to hear some more from that uh, EP, and we're going to also hear from the Death uh, EP as well. But we're just going to start uh, a little bit back from the beginning, because I want to hear about, you know, kind of what made you uh, originally from the Ohio area. Yeah, I am from Twinsburg, Ohio. Cleveland area, essentially. Um, Twinsburg. Yeah. So before we get into any hip-hop music stuff, we just got to talk about this for a second. Twinsburg. Oh. Have you been to the yearly Twinsburg Twin Festival? Yeah, man. Like That shit uh, would freak me out. Yo, it was crazy because like, people go... Number one, people come from all over the world. Right. Like, all over the world. Number two, like, tw- like twins that go to that festival, like, go hard. Like, they... like. <laughs> I've seen some crazy shit, man. And it's just like, like on some kind of freaky shit, man. Like mm-hmm. I don't like, but, uh, yeah, like the, the, the only time that Twinsburg so, is super popular. Straight suburb of, of Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. About how far, you know, from like, let's say Brown stadium. Like about a half hour. About a half an hour. Yeah, Something like that. Awesome. Awesome. And so, um, did you do any moving 
uh, growing up or anything like that, moving around, or were you basically always surrounding that area? I was pretty much always in that area. I was born in, I mean, I was born in Cleveland, uh, stayed in Bedford till I was five, then moved to Solon, Ohio, and then Twinsburg right after that. So, right on. But I spent the majority of my time in Twinsburg. Early on in life, I mean, uh, you know, you're so ingrained in the hip hop community now, and you're so ingrained in, in, in underground hip hop, especially. I mean, um, Growing up at an early age, did you already know that you were getting into that, or or even the writing? You know, the the poetry was there poetry there, or or writing little kids stories or something. Uh, I mean, I was I always wanted to be a writer. Like even in like what second grade, I was writing like corny ass like Sonic fan fiction and shit, and like <laughs> like now in some creepy stuff. But like you know, <laughs> and just like uh, you know, I would. I and but the other thing is like I didn't really fuck with like rap at all at the time and uh but uh writing since the beginning has always been something that I always enjoyed and it was always a way to express myself and and whatnot was it something that um was was pushed by your peers your family your parents you know did they see that early on like writing yeah yeah um, yeah the the writing and and just because you're a big writer now yeah, yeah, uh, yeah not just with the music but you know you also do some of your own writing you you write i know you write for the uh the dead end hip-hop yeah yeah um yeah. and you're doing uh blogs and stuff yeah. like that um but writing's always kind of been a big part of your life mm-hmm. i understand so yeah just kind of starting off was was writing something that was was pushed and and supported or was that something you had to kind of like fight for i don't know if it was really pushed i uh my mom you know she was always you know working and whatnot so like you know to have like you had to you know figure out some way to entertain yourself you know what i'm saying and like tv sweet but you know i really enjoyed uh writing and telling stories and like creating an image for for uh the reader and whatnot uh trying to think um like i said i i still have short stories that like and that's what sucks like i i can't finish any stor- short stories i've done like one in my even life. short ones you like right exactly like <laughs> but in high school um i wrote for my school newspaper uh and like that's when i knew i I wanted to be some type of journalist uh and then like i started blogging in 2008 so like but like only on like a WordPress site. So like no one knew who I was or right. anything like that. Uh, but it just kind of escalated from there. And then when you guys, when we linked up, um, I was kind of still trying to figure out exactly who I was writing for and mm-hmm. like chasing all types of stuff and like learning about the writing industry, which that's a completely different conversation. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that definitely. And we're going to talk about when you uh, hooked up with us. Uh, when when in your life, um, you know, did you start moving from the short stories to to the kind of like really getting influenced just by music? You know, getting getting into music, knowing you wanted to be a part of music. Did that not happen until later on, or that didn't happen until like super later? Like, and I mean, and we'll get into it later. But like, I mean, you can kind of tell because I was kind of behind everybody else, you know, in terms of uh, rap skill and stuff like that. But like growing up, like my mom would would play like the wave and like all types of jet like luther vandross and like marvin like all all types of stuff and like just and like i think that's why like i'm so grounded in uh, in, in underground rap because that's the stuff that we sample now you know what i'm saying i love like, parents man i love parents no matter what genre was their favorite you know they were always playing that old school stuff right and back in the day i mean i don't know people were probably different than me obviously because uh-huh. we're all different but i hated it i hated it. i was like uh-huh. mom 
Turn off the old stuff. Right. <laughs> Come on. Grow up. And now it's like my favorite music. Right. It's it's I like that's kind of how I was. Like there were but like I loved like the sounds, like the beats and stuff that, that were being made. I didn't really care for the the lyrics at the time. And I'd be like, Mom, like, turn off this love crap. I don't want to hear Mary J. Blige no more. Like, <laughs> But now, like, I, I scoop all that stuff up because it's just like, yeah. that's that's what makes our, you know, what makes our, our, our stuff sound dope. You know I think you can uh, hear, you know, even in uh, the stuff me and Schwartz make too. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my, my folks were in the, like, the Led Zeppelin and, and even going into Bob Dylan and, and doing all the old Lou Reed and stuff. So I think you can right. hear that rock and roll now. Oh, definitely. Too. Right. But I used to be like, I don't want to take a walk on the wild side, right. Mom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter. That's exactly it. it doesn't matter. So you came um, then to OU, and you were in the Athens area in 2009. Is that right? Yeah, I uh, graduated high school in 2009 and then um, went to OU. Um, and I mean, I guess I didn't really get into like how I actually started rapping, but like at the time, like when I came to OU, like I had no intention of rapping. Again. Absolutely. So that, like, that, that, that I, I, that's kind of <coughs> what I was understanding from when we were talking before the show Yeah, yeah, yeah. is that was a little thing, but I want to just slow down a little bit mm-hmm. and just really find out more about you. Um, what were you coming to OU for? Um, I really wanted to come for journalism, uh, but at the time, like what scripts required, like a three five. I graduated high school with like a three three. So I know one of the best journalism schools, right, right, in the United States. Exactly. So like you know their standards are super high, and so like I just fell short. But I told my mom, I was like, "Yo, um, I'll, I'll get it together. Like I can get accepted into the program next year." So like I, I came in undecided, mm-hmm. um, and tried to fight for. Uh, to get into the journalism class, but like that that didn't work out. So I ended up majoring in sociology. Mm-hmm. So, right on, yeah. right on. And then, um, so so you were at OU. Did you live in the dorms right away? Yeah, uh, I lived in Jefferson Hall. Uh, what freshman year, and then I was an RA in GAM the the rest of my time here. RA. Yeah, dude. RA man. I was the that, RA I was, lifestyle. I was that. That I was that dude, that dude busting niggas. I never lived in the dorms, but I had quite a few run-ins with RAs. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> See, but I wasn't one of those RAs though. I no. was I was chill as hell, dude. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> was the dorms kind of where you met uh, the the boys that we know? You know, kind of DC, DC, and them. No, like I, I honestly, I didn't link up with anybody until ten, until twenty ten. You feel me? So. Um, so you were just doing your own thing? Yeah, I was kind of doing my own thing. I don't... I recorded some shit that year, but nothing... N- nothing that you guys have heard, number one. And number two, nothing that, like, I'm proud of. Anyone, <laughs> anyone should hear? Right, exactly. Like, if you dig, if you if you dig around the internet, you can find it, but you'll never find it. But around 010, what, did you see a flyer or something for the hip-hop shop? What happened? Um, oh, okay, here we go. So in 2009, it was fest season, and I was at Millfest, and I saw Jean-P perform, um, and I was like, wait, there's a rap scene here? I didn't even know that was a thing. So, like, after that, I saw that, but that, like, what, Millfest was, in, like, just towards the end of the year, mm-hmm. so I didn't get any chance to, like, pick anybody's brain or anything like that. Right. So, like, I kind of sat on it for the summer, and I was like, wait, well, maybe maybe I should keep rapping. I don't know. Like, And people kind of messed with it from what I was doing like in the dorms during open mics and shit like that. 
but like I was like, there's a bigger scene that I didn't even know about, so I w- I had to find out what was going on. I think that was in the uh, kind of um, transition period. You know, D that, had just right. recently stopped doing the shop. Uh, Jean P was doing the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, then it suddenly it was... became like Hip Hop Alusa. Right, that's um, where I came in. And then it wasn't every month. It was you know like once a quarter right. to try to make it bigger. Um, so, so it was kind of a weird time in Athens mm-hmm. too. I, I get it. Cause now I, I kind of think, you know, hip hop's a part of Athens of all fucking places. Right. We've kind of done that. Right. Um, but there was that little law there, I think in 09 where it wasn't, you'd hear it and it'd be like, really? really? Well, yeah. Right. Like, really? which was weird. Cause like I came into Athens thinking like, cause like you see, you come to Athens, you see flyers everywhere for bands jam bands yeah and it's just like i'm like where where's the rap at and i was like it must not exist and like i mean like it kind of makes sense right. I, like when you're think about the area that we're in but like as soon as i saw as soon as i saw john i was like there there's a whole world that i haven't even like discovered yet and one of the biggest things i mean why we started that hip-hop shop was right at the beginning was just we were like like you said where all this music going on where's the hip-hop at and right and, and even back in my day you know like Back in my day, I just sound like a <laughs> goddamn man. Back in my day. Back in my day. Yeah. But there used to be things, you know, in the A News, they'd say, what's happening in Athens, the music scene, and they'd show all the music. And then there'd be this separate section and be like, also, this is happening. There's a rapper here and there's a DJ here. And, oh, and we were kind of like, that's weird. Well, why isn't it in the music section? Right. So like, what? Rap's not music? I didn't even know that was a thing. And I mean, that was kind of the part that got me into it was there were two different sections um, almost not really two different sections, but that it was separated, right? Uh, and that it wasn't respected. And, and I definitely wanted to be one of those people at the forefront, trying to bring respect to it. And that's what you did mm-hmm. when you came along in the scene too. So in 2010, then finally you came back after the summer. Yeah. And how do I get involved? Right. I'm trying to figure out exactly what's going on, and I believe. Ten was hip hop a loser, I believe. Was it when they still were could have been, I believe. So like they were just doing, so like they were just doing stuff quarterly, right? <clears throat> and but like also number one, the lineup was already set, right? Number two, wasn't open stage. It wasn't open stage. All they had, I and they only implemented it towards the end was you could freestyle in the beginning, and that was right, it. right, right. A little cipher at the beginning, yeah, and maybe the end if. You know, when there's no three one, people, right? Left. When there's three people and everybody's right. shit faced. So, like, you know, that there wasn't that much of an opportunity. So, I decided to like just start recording shit. And, but I mean, that kind of is the deal. You know, you go to you go to a show like that, and if people are wanting uh, to let other people be included, that's kind of how it happens. You know, hey, there's going to be a freestyle cipher at the beginning, freestyle cipher at the end. And so you take what you get, you know, yes, I got to rap in front of three people that are shit faced wasted, but right. I do it. Right. Just so I, you I mean, know. it's just, it's, it's, it's still fun. Like if you, if you freaking like rap, you're going to rap when you want to rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, so even those small opportunities, and I just remember being nervous as shit at first. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to never jump on stage and then, I was like, fuck it. Like, if I suck, I suck. <laughs> if I do good, I do good. And, like, I sucked. <laughs> so, at one of those hip hop loses, was that the first time you got on stage? Uh, was that one of those, or did it come later? Well, like, when I jumped, well, my first time performing on stage was in high school. Okay. My band and all that. Bullshit. But when it got real? When it got real, what? So, yeah, that, that was when, when you they, started taking it real. When I started taking it real, was, was 
yeah, at Hip Hop Palooza, and I was, like I said, I was just like, you know what? If it works out, it works. Like no one's gonna hear me if I don't try. You know what I mean? Right. And I was terrible there. I think if you're friends with me on Facebook, I'm pretty sure you can see pictures of me like rapping at the ground, like <laughs> like trying to. I posted freestyle. one on the event page, and it is you rapping on the ground, but it's a sweet photo, and it more looks like you're in the zone. That was that. We'll we'll get to that. That, that was like my favorite show that, that I was performed a good, in. That yeah. was a good show, and. Whatever photographer you brought with you, too. That was good, too. Uh, <laughs> my man. My man, Aaron Turner. Missed that nigga. Aaron yeah, Turner. I remember yeah, him, man. too. Yeah. He was he was dope. I miss him so much. He actually gave a shit about us. You know what I'm Shout saying? Shout out like, to Aaron Turner. Whatever yeah. you're doing now. Yeah, I hope you're doing good. You Do you know what now. he's doing? I don't know, but I he's been all over the place. Probably taking all things. types of pictures. Yeah, he was amazing. He was like, talented. He brought life to all of hip-hop in Athens, honestly. Ex- ex- yeah. I, I absolutely agree. I was I was happy to know that guy. You know, th- through his art, he brought some some great stuff, and he was a huge supporter of the hip hop shop. Yeah, he was one of the dudes that like supported my shit. Like, bef- like while everybody was like, "Oh yeah, too depressing" and all this shit. Like Aaron was like, "Yo, like I fuck with it. Like <laughs> I feel it. I know exactly what you're talking about." So that was dope. So then you're seeing all these hip hop losers. You finally got on stage on one. Um, so then you start you start to write. You say, "Fuck it." This is what I'm gonna do. I, I mean, this is this is gonna be my voice. I mean, I had at the time, like, even before, like, I had decided, like, it was always gonna be like my voice because I needed, like, I had to get stuff out. Like, even like while no one will ever hear my old shit, like, I can recall like the moments writing that stuff, and I I had to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of the mentality. I mean, you know. In all in all honesty, and I mean this in the nicest of ways, of course, you're sounding like you're taking this in the same way that every 19 year old up and coming rapper does. <laughs> like, yo, man, people got to hear my shit, and I don't care if anyone does hear it. I'm just gonna write it, yeah, even dude. though uh, iffy, iffy, yeah. dude, dude. Yo, the first mixtapes, <laughs> the first mixtapes that I I recorded, the first couple in 2009 over the summer, I recorded on a rock band, Mike, like. <laughs> the xbox game rock band and like, if anyone would have like, interviewed you i'm guessing it would have been like yo son i'm writing straight bible verses like king james gonna yeah, quote I was, this stuff. I was like yo like uh, i'm going through these things and god's the only yeah so like not even with the god thing i'm just saying man like just, you're like i'm it's that hotness right it's man that hotness. i don't want anyone to listen to it yet no definitely but not. it's that hot it's 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 coming it's coming <laughs> you guys just ain't ready for it yet you feel me like and and then after that the first uh, like before hip hop lose, I was recording on like, like a Mac laptop, like Mike. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, that's that's lucky. I was saying, you know, if you go back a couple episodes and listen to the show, we were talking about uh, <laughs> when we first started recording. Man, I was on like a Windows ninety five computer. <laughs> so I don't think anybody even remembers Sonic Foundry Acid was the program we used. What? What is that? Exactly. That sounds like a disease. Exactly. Like. <laughs> Sonic Foundry Acid. We had the little, like, built-in... They used to make a little pen mic that came with every um, Windows computer because just then, kind of like video chatting was becoming popular. And so this little tiny pen mic would what? come with every computer and you could uh, kind of video chat. And that's what we used to record all of our <laughs> shit. And we would sit down. 
at the desk. Bro, that was me, man. That was me, dog. I was sitting at the desk. Like, yo, even my first live shows, dog, I was like sitting rapping, like with my notebook, like in, in right. my lap. Like, yeah, here we go, bars. Like, I'm going to sit down, get in my zone. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Well, good. I'm glad we're talking about this because I actually uh, unburied it. Not really unburied it because another cool thing about you is all this stuff that we talk about, uh, you know, making when when it wasn't, you know, wasn't quite there yet. Uh, you have it out there for people. You you like to have it out there for people to listen to. You want people to know uh, where you're coming from, apparently, right? Oh, of course. I mean, and like, I'm, I'm more like confident in that now. Like when we linked up, like I, I liked what I was doing, and like I felt like I had to rap about personal stuff. But like I was listening to so many outside voices that were like, "Yo, what are you doing? Like, why? Like, there's no point." But like now, like I just, it has to be done. Like I've, right. I've heard so. It's this. It's this. The same thing, but the other way around. Like <laughs> those outside voices are like, "Yo, like, like." I heard propane and I was like, yo, I felt that. Like I've been in that spot before. You know what I mean? For sure. So hearing that is like, and like, that's, that's all I want. You know what I'm saying? I want people to understand like shit. Life sucks. It sucks so hard, but like if, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Right. If you, but if you keep, if you truck on and you keep going, like you'll make it like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, like for me, like just before I wrote propane, like, I I thought about killing myself, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't going I Damn. I had lost all hope and shit like that. And it's just like when I think about that now, like if I knew that then, like I if I knew I'd be I'd have a radio interview if I knew that my last two projects would be the best work that I've created like in my career, like I wouldn't even have been thinking like that. Mm -hmm. So like it's just the idea of when you're in that spot, you just got to realize that there are brighter days ahead you just gotta work towards it you know what i'm saying there are brighter days ahead that's Always. that's true i mean it's it's a cliche thing to say it's but... cliche as fuck like that's why i hate saying it like i hate saying it because it's so easy to be like oh well brighter days are ahead and it's just like <laughs> how the fuck are you gonna tell me that when i'm broke i got all these bills student loans all this shit get no job yeah get the fuck out of here but like if you truck on and you keep going i promise you that things will get better you just have to be patient with yourself and just trust that. I was trying to bring it back up because you brought it to a very dark place when I was just about to. <laughs> I was about to bust out um, this this stuff that you're not afraid to show anymore. Um, but you know, it was in your younger days, so so we're gonna bust out a little bit of this. I wanted this to be shown in kind of a fun, friendly light. But we got but, real. Ooh, you got real right there before it. So I told you, dude. I told you, one hundred, bro. Hey. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I want people to hear this too because, like I said, I was telling you earlier, um, and uh, you're one of those those artists that I've personally known and personally known on a real level um, that I want other people to right. um, see it also. So so while we, 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 we have fun talking about this old stuff, mm -hmm. um, I wanted people to hear this too just to hear how you've come because hopefully, you know, anyone who tuned in at the beginning – uh, and heard that propane six. I mean, that shit's awesome. Like I said, that's I love that song. That, that's it. on a playlist of mine. I'm listening to that on the daily. Hell yeah! Bro. Um, and I want people to hear mm -hmm. 
how where you've come for because i i kind of posted this earlier um anyone who follows me socially or anything i was i was talking about stowe a little bit throughout the week and one of my favorite things about this guy is that he just doesn't quit and he was kind of saying that at the other you know at the end of the last thing we were saying brighter days are ahead um and as cliche as it is that that's really who this man is and that he just doesn't stop um, he, he, he puts out a record, he puts out music and he just says what he wants to say and he gets better at it. You know, it, it doesn't matter what the final product is. He makes it, he makes his stuff. He, he unleashes his heart. And I just wanted to kind of showcase how you throughout the years, you just don't stop because this is going to be something from, um, you said you're the psych ward, the first psych ward. Yeah. So 2011, 2011, this is five years ago. Man. Um, and something Shit. and propane Five six, years ago. right? Propane six that we played just now was just the newest stuff you just released. Yeah, you just released it in sixteen. I bet it was recorded in like fifteen though, right? Um, oh, or did you release no. it in fifteen? Yeah, you get. It's okay. They're both, oh, right. They both Death look exactly the same. So, yeah, but yeah. um, life was life came out in September. That's okay, right. and I recorded it in like, geez, March, April, something like that. Well, I just wanted to bring this back because the, the the your work ethic's awesome, man. I appreciate it. It's really great. So I just wanted to take a step back and have us listen to a little bit of Stow the Last. I think you were actually going under Big Stow back then, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. It, everybody at shop knew me as Big Stow, but my rap name at the time was Defender of the Art. Defender of the Art. That's right. I was gonna say that one. There was also <laughs> no, the other like one. that's how every because like, I thought Stowe. I went to Stow, the Defender of the Art, Big right. Stow, the last lyricist. I didn't know what it was. You you were just trying to find yourself. But totally while he did. was trying to find himself, he wrote this song called "The Way I Handle Life." It's on his first project, kind of that he really made publicly right. uh, available. Uh, called the Psych Ward. It was released in you said eleven two thousand eleven. So. so this is Stow the Last, back in the day when he was going by the Defender of the Art. Yikes! On the Psych Ward, the way <laughs> I handle life. strikes faster than a lightning bolt what i thought was fine i could no longer see like the girl i'm like gold the dreams of my sight they all fall apart because the devil wants to find i try to handle them myself but i instantly stumble but god comes to my rescue picks up my fumble he battles the devil off but i'm still on the ground i tried to battle him but i was a first round knockout confidence crushed my self-esteem turned to dust i don't trust myself but get up i must my heart hurts because i can't be faithful to christ life is a struggle and i can't seem to get it right christ picks me up and we continue a long journey my pain continues it becomes part of my memory god tells me to move on because the past is the past your life is tearing me down i'm not sure i can last
Still walking on this journey, I've healed up now But I realized if God was on my side, why would he let me go down In the plains of depression, in the pain of rejection Sometimes I fight with myself over God's intentions I try to do right in a world filled with wrong I know I'm not weak, but I know I'm not strong At times I feel like God has punished me for too long I guess I deserve it, cause I've been sinning for so long I wish I'd catch a break and everything would fall in place Maybe then I wouldn't have to deal with these tears falling down my pace I try to keep pace in the world, and the world puts me in my place I'm meant to be in the background, not meant to have a voice God has me screaming loud while I'm on this walk That's only because I don't always listen When he talks, he's just building me stronger And yes, sometimes it hurts, but this walk with Christ is a blessing, not a curse journey keeps going but me and God walk as one I'm definitely not quitting till God says that I'm done I can have fun but I gotta stay focused on Christ because with him on my side I can always continue my stride the devil re-enters my life and wants to fight again this time I let God handle it guaranteeing the win goes to me Michael Silver follower of Christ I'm not ashamed at all that I lost the first fight the devil runs away scared and I get the victory I try to be humble and give Christ the glory my story is one of triumph and it's just getting started I'm with God Forever, because we'll never be departed I may try to pull away but he will never let me go So I chronicle my times, please watch as I flow This is a pretty important journey, I'm guaranteed to fall Regardless of what happens, I need to stand tall What's happening, what's happening We're hitting here with my man, Stow the Last that was one of his songs on one of his first projects, The Way I Handle Life, www.viewfromthehill.com. Hanging out with my man. Dude, that song shows right away you're ready to put it out there. And I love that. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, at the, like I said, at the time, I, I, at the time, I wasn't really, I mean, I, I took rap seriously and I put my best foot forward, but like, you know, I wasn't trying to like super push my mixtapes and like, right. you know, blow up from it. But yeah, I, it, it was something that I needed to get out. You so me? something I got to talk about right away. You were loving the big man upstairs quite a bit. I still do. Okay. Yeah. I'm not here without him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, at the same time though, I've kind of grown in, well, I've been exposed to more things. I was, I won't say I was like closeted, but like, I'm out to let me do shit. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't, and you know this, like I didn't do anything. I didn't drink, smoke, none, none of that before I turned 21. I mean, it didn't even seem like you cussed. I, I didn't, I didn't cause my mom would beat that ass. But, uh, yeah, I didn't do any of that. I tried to, to really like live by what I felt was, was right. Not to say that people that lived otherwise were wrong. It was just something that I I was trying to do my best to do right, I guess. Mm-hmm. At least what I felt was right. Well, you hear it a lot in that song. And so, you know, was that something you were trying to do purposely? Like, were you considering yourself a quote-unquote Christian rapper? Uh, yeah, at the time, that's kind of how I labeled myself. But I, I kind of did it a little loosely, I guess. I mean, I was at the time I was trying to get on to like Christian hip hop blogs and stuff like that, and I considered myself that. Uh, but as you as as I progressed, not only did I learn number one, the minute 
I mean, the second you even say Christian, people are like, yo, what? <laughs> this guy's trying to beat me over the head with, with, with uh, Proverbs and, and, and revelations and shit but that that wasn't what i was about at all you know what i'm saying like and mm-hmm. most christian rappers aren't about that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but it's just about excuse me just pushing like a more positive lifestyle i guess and and one uh that at the time was rooted in my beliefs and whatnot mm-hmm. well it seemed when i knew you too like in uh, those years, you know, 2010, 2011, when you were coming to the shop, it seemed like something had 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 pushed you to kind of be spitting that way, you know, feeling those those thoughts of 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 wanting um, something like that to help help carry you. Um, oh, definitely. And and like I've said before, you're not the happiest of rappers. Nah. Had, had something already happened, you know, had had something happened? I mean, you know, growing up, I, I grew up in a, in a uh, single-parent household, and even to this day, I know nothing about my father. So uh, with that coupled with, you know, uh, looking back on it now, like dealing with, you know, being black and not, quote-unquote, acting black and you know, getting that heat from, from girls and, and shit like that. You okay, know? hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo. Acting black. What do you mean by that? Well, you, you know, you, you growing up, you you see certain things and uh, uh, the media pushes a certain uh, 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 picture or image of how a black person is or is supposed to act. So if I don't have, if I don't have sagging pants... Or a long ass chain, or you know all this other shit. I'm not black, and you know. And so you were getting shit for that. You felt like I mean, not necessarily that. I was see, I was getting shit for being the 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 nigga that was playing Pokemon at the at the lunch table. The dude that was you know watching anime on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? The dude that was not getting no play from any type of a female. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like, you know that shit. Uh, it, it, and were you getting shit from, you know, the 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 white people you were growing up around, or were you getting shit from your your? I mean, you both. Know? You get shit from both. You know, I my best friend, uh, he would tell he would he would make fun of me all the time. He'd be like, "Yo, when when are you gonna start rapping about pussy? And when are you gonna start? You know, when, when are you gonna start rapping about? When are you gonna smoke weed? That's what everyone you, likes, right? They like, just want to hear that shit, right? Like when when are you gonna start talking about taking shots and and, and all all this other stuff and you know, but you, you, you end up learning that there are so many niggas just like me that like, that do the exact same thing and are obsessed with, with nerd shit and stuff like that. But like, you know, growing up and, and being, cause you know how clicky high school is like back in the day, you know what I mean? And you just want to be accepted and, you know, I was accepted to a certain degree, but not fully you know what I'm so were you pushing that when you were trying to write your lyrics then you came to OU was that still coming with you a little bit of just uh I need to feel acceptance or I I, I want that acceptance um and so that came and bled into your lyrics or was it more of like a, a fuck that uh kind of realization where it's like fuck your acceptance um I've got my path and this is it I mean it was like I said it's a little bit of both now I'm more so on the this is my path 
if you're not fucking with me, that's fine. But when I'm in a higher spot, don't try to come at me. You know what I'm saying? But before, it was a mixture of self of self doubt and 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 just uh, uh, not sure if I should even be rapping. Cause that that's what people would say. Like you you ask some of the people I went to high school with that uh, Michael Stover raps like. A lot of them would be like, "You're kidding, right? Like, there's no way. There's no way that this 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 tall, lanky dude who can't get anything, you know, and doesn't even really fuck with rap music that much. There's no way this nigga's rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, so and even in, even now in with college, like there are people that are like, I never thought, like, there's no way right. that you're this. You know what I mean? So. It's interesting to say the least. Well, you were you were definitely on that. I remembered being a little angry at it because I always knew it. I know, um, dude. But I and I accepted it. You know, of I was like, okay, he's on his god thing. Yeah, that's cool. And then you were like, you'll get on a track with me, and like usual, <laughs> like in normal stove fashion, it was like, yo, I want you to get on a track with me. It's about life being hard. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? Okay, of course, it's about life being hard because. That's what the shit's about. You're oh. deep. You like to get your shit down. I was like, yeah. that's me too. Right. I'm on it. And I wrote this shit. And then I listened to it and the two cuss words I had in it were bleeped out. And <laughs> at the time, it was like a thing where I was like, this motherfucker, this motherfucker here. Did I even, did I tell you? No. Beforehand? No. Nope. Oh shit. You now just sent terrible. me the final <laughs> recording and I was like, this dude right here just censored me. What the hell? I didn't say anything. What Damn, the hell I was going I, on? I didn't even like Facebook was that you? Or nothing. Was that you? Okay, so what ended up happening, so like at the time, like I said, I wasn't really cussing and stuff like that, but like I still wanted to work with people that I knew were dope and that like I respected in a high regard, you know what I'm saying? So, but again, at the time I was trying to push mixtapes to more, to, to Christian blogs, so like Sphere of Hip Hop, shout out to Josh, uh, Rapzilla, stuff like that. And any type of cuss word, uh, I wouldn't it, it wouldn't have gone up. And actually, uh, the other thing is I, I submitted the tape to those same blogs with the edit, and they still didn't take it. They were like, yeah, even with the edit, you can't do that. And after that, I was just like, all right, well, this is ridiculous. So Christian rap is dope. I still listen to it. It's literally what I grew up on, but... I was like, well, it was like dad insult injury at the time for me because oh no, <laughs> back then too, I you know, I feel bad saying it because you got love for the guy after I talked to you like before the show, but right, fuck it, I gotta say it again because I was like, I came through and I saved the day on that song. <laughs> I saved the day. It, you came through. Like, after the hook was following, dope. I was I'm just... gonna call him out. MC Forty was on that shit, oh, and no. you know, you claim that he's a good MC. I don't know because I never listened to anything by him after I followed him on that horrendous verse he hit on it. He's talking about Jesus' armpits smelling and something. I don't even know. You're killing me. But that, that's the thing. That was, that was That's 40. Like 40 just talks about like just crazy hubris shit. You know what I'm saying? And like, well, he has, he has put out better verse. I don't even think he raps anymore, to be honest. I haven't heard from him in a, in a minute, but like. If you if you listen, I'm that if, asshole saying good. If you listen to his solo stuff, he's a good rapper. Okay. He's a very good rapper. Better I'll, he better than me. Like he's he could spit. I I'll promise. take your word for it. I promise. 
<laughs> I was up. I was a little upset. I was a little upset. <laughs> Understandably so, dog. I feel it. And I've been wanting to do another collaboration with you. And that might have been part of the little tiny back part hold me back. Like, is this motherfucker gonna fucking is he gonna censor more of my lyrics no, again dude. if we collaborate? No. You've heard propane, nigga. I fucking I don't Well then I finally did. I heard some good stuff and I was like Something happened. Okay, something happened. <laughs> something changed. He's now doing something. Right, right. I mean, right. as I mean, it even happened as early as me seeing you on Facebook cussing people out. I was like, "Stowe, say oh, that's, the F word. that's right, that's right." I, I was remember like, what is going on. <laughs> you commented, "You're like, yo, I never thought I'd see the day." <laughs> yes, it was just over some Facebook conversation. Yeah, dude, I was like, "Holy yo. shit!" <laughs> he wrote it. He didn't even say it. He wrote it, so <laughs> we even go back and see that right, he said exactly, it. Exactly. Oh man. my god. Well, I gotta say, man. That was another one that I wanted to play for everyone uh, so that they could hear what I'm talking about after it. After I come and save the fucking day on that song. I, I'm sorry. I, I said it. Yo. And and I needed to play that one and, know, and listen to a little bit more of uh, so people get an understanding of where you come from. Because uh, right away, too, that was kind of the t- time where I was like, he's dope and he's doing his own thing. But he's a Christian rapper. So I'm just going to let him do his own thing oh, yeah, over yeah. there. Yeah. And I'm going to keep doing my thing. That's what a lot of people did. And 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 that's what it was. And and once again though, I saw that um you had something to talk about. Mm-hmm. You weren't spitting bullshit. Nah. I mean, I I don't I don't even want to um, you know, I I think that the rule is um that I'm not allowed to I I don't think I'm allowed to say the title of the song NIB, right? I don't think I'm allowed oh, right, to. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a dark song. I think yeah. I think just just justified the the way I was born and the color of my skin says I'm not allowed to say the name of that song. Right. But that's a dope ass song. Yeah. I love that shit. I'm, that's that, the Trayvon Martin song. Yes, and honestly, I had I'm surprised that you picked it because because um, I think that's from the Lost Ones too, I believe, and that shit like that entire record like is not mixed or anything like that so. well it's sick i mean the the rawness and the 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 realness of it um i mean it shines through there too and that's uh, that's another one of those songs a trayvon song is another one that kind of felt like i understand even you saying now because mm-hmm. i didn't know that wasn't mixed um of course it you know probably doesn't sound mixed but i just right. thought that was final version that was boom i worked on it nah. but but to know that's kind of cool too because it it you hear that in the lyrics, kind of like the the Trayvon shit had just happened. Just happened. You didn't have enough time to mix it. It was almost yeah. like I just want to get this out. I had to just because because you're raging. I I was livid and like, I mean, we can we can dip more into it before or after the joint, but like that that's what set off everything. You know what I'm saying? And the worst part about like the worst part about that song is that I'm still making songs about that for you well it should be that that should be how it happens because in 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 today's life what happens is it's it's the flavor of the day right everybody changes um their profile picture to the gate to to a little gay overlay you know homosexual gay pride overlay Mm -hmm. um and then next wednesday everyone changes it to the french flag 
right. and then uh, next week everyone's saying, "Hey, we got to stop this police violence." And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right, and so no one does that, and people should be. I mean, people should still be talking about the Trayvon Martin thing that happened because it's not over. You yeah. know, nothing really changed because of it. Just the names, exactly, and, and, and the people. You know yeah, nothing saying? was changed at all. So we're gonna we're gonna get listen to that first. We're gonna listen to the grind. That's a song that I had a little bit of chip on my shoulder on after after we listened to. We got some uh, word up, some little censored lyrics after I come and save the day. <laughs> then we got dark seasons also from the Psych Ward Two. Yo, so we're fast forwarding all the way to Psych Ward Two. We mm-hmm. heard the way I handle life from the first Psych Ward. So the grind and dark seasons coming from the Psych Ward Two, and then we got that Trayvon Martin song NIB uh, coming out. Uh, from the Lost Ones too, yeah. And these, this is uh, all around the same time when that happened. Um, around you know 2012, 2013 is when all these uh, kind of came out. 2012, I think, is what it said. Yeah, I think yeah, the Lost Ones two is uh, essentially leftovers from the Psych Ward two slash uh, conversations with myself, which I don't even think you've heard, but we can talk about it for sure. We definitely will. This is the grind. Dark Seasons from the Psych Ward 2 and NIB off of the Lost Ones 2. Those are some uh, tracks from the Psych Ward 2 that never got put on the album, but I think that one should have. We're hanging out with Big Stowe on View From The Hill, www.viewfromthehill.com. Roll something up, go get a drink. We're going to be back with Big Stowe. I'm getting a drink, damn it. What up, yeah. Dunk? Hill, what up? 40. Yo. I'm not a master at it. The grind is a blessing and a curse. Been in it for so long, not sure which one hurts worse. The lack of listeners or the people that don't see me. They hear my rhymes but won't take me seriously. This is more than just a hobby, more than just a dream. The raps that I write depict the pain that I see, the pain that I feel, the way that I deal, the way that I'll kill. Any rapper faking the funk that ain't real. I've been grinding for so long with only an honest hustle. I got to where I am through hard work and no muscle. If you wanna make it in this game, you keep grinding, push the pen to the pad, my dude, and keep writing. It's the grind, man, so keep grinding. Never gonna stop till the sun stops shining. It's the grind, man, so keep grinding. Never stop looking, or you're never gonna find it. It's the grind, man, so keep grinding. Never gonna stop till the sun stops shining. It's the grind, man, so keep grinding. Never stop looking, or you're never gonna find it. Yeah, I'm grinding since 10 years old. Yeah. Wow, click grinding is 10 years old. 2012, what the hell's with our mental? Health, I need a cure for the itch. Instrumental help raps in the psych ward. Big Stowe's the doctor. Input the mic cord. Bodies get the shock and they spend a lot of dollars to vomit up the vodka. I pour the 40 ounce on top of my microphone. I'd like to know if these Saturday nights at home will lead me to his righteous stone from hitchhiking this windy road. Investing in hip hop stock options. Crash on God's couch if tomorrow's not promised. And when the dawn hits, my alarm is Jesus. He smells like holy teen spirit armpits. Grinding Christ's blood red zone deodorant. Save your sense, dirty devils don't notice it. It's the grind, man, so keep grinding. Never gonna stop till the sun stops shining. It's the grind, man, so keep grinding. Never stop looking or you're never gonna find it. It's the grind, man, 
So keep grinding, never gonna stop till the sun stops shining. It's the grind, man. So keep grinding, never stop looking, or you're never gonna find Whether it. Whether I'm making music or working a nine to five, I'm constantly on my grind, never stopping to get in line, cause I can't wait. No, I can never hesitate, that's why they should use my rhymes as a unit to measure weight. The grind, I'm stuck in it with a mind you can't be fing with. Death will be sweet salvation, cause life is such a bitch. Your mouth shut it quick, drop the villains that you running with. They came to steal everything you've come to get. Now I'll never dumb it down if the industry comes in town. I'm crime times five, and I swear that you'll love the sound. I put the ink to the pad, cause I can't stop, won't stop till hip hop's all over the damn block. Look, it's whatever you do, whatever you choose. But don't get scared, homie, whatever you lose Just keep moving even if you don't know why And make sure your opportunities don't go by Cause it's the grind, man, so keep grinding Never gonna stop till the sun stops shining It's the grind, man, so keep grinding Never stop looking or you're never gonna find it It's the grind, man, so keep grinding Never gonna stop till the sun stops shining It's the grind, man, so keep grinding Never stop looking or you're never gonna find it Sun goes down as I look towards the moon, wondering why this pain starts to consume my thought process and everything that I do. So I go grab the pen just so I can get through this thing in my chest that I wish was a phase. Situations in my mind, thinking that I got played words that are said, taken differently. Inside might be the truth, but I take it as a lie. Why? I don't know. It has to be my past. I've been stuck there as life's moving so fast. How to react when the darkness comes? Dealt with it so much that my heart's gone numb. But my heart's not numb because I still feel the hurt trying to figure out which is actually worse. The pain behind my smile is saying I'm okay. Always uplift others but can't uplift myself. So I stop and stare at the night sky Wondering what God's got prepared On this road I travel so wretched and pitiful Broken and all the shame cause forgiveness I never knew Ignore the message you presented to get a clue Until I'm blessed with the presence that led to you Man, I'm confused how'd I lose it all Was it when I turned my back to ignore my call Or when I spit on the grace I didn't deserve it all I look back, was this mess really worth the fall I bit the dust, giving up, stuck in this disgust Sick of love, here got calling but can't pick it up all I want is for the seasons to change So I'm begging that the Lord don't keep me the same Let's go In the circuit court of the 18th Judicial Circuit In and for Seminole County, Florida State of Florida versus George Zimmerman Verdict 
We, the jury, find George Zimmerman not guilty. So say we all four person. I am left, and a lot of people are left, as an African-American parent. What are the consequences of this verdict now for us, for people who care about black kids? Do I now have to dress my kid in a tuxedo so that he can go buy Skittles? If, if my child is confronted by a stranger with a gun, am I now expected to tell my child, not if a police officer confronts you, but a stranger with a gun, comply, lie down, spread eagle, do what you're told? We are now left in a situation in which there are racial implications here, and I, I think most people see this as a case of racial profiling gone awry, and what are we now supposed to do as African-American parents and, and Americans who care about black kids? I don't think that white parents are expected to tell their kids to wear a tuxedo uh, to buy Skittles and life spread eagle for strangers with guns, and that's why there's a racial dimension. Uh, Y'all say get over it, but I don't think you understand that. With his acquittal, racism is still running rampant. I believe the lies and thought that I was free. Turns out that I was wrong but spill over iced tea it's not justice it's just us that's what i heard that people still want my body hanged and burned so i got an education to pursue a better life flipped on the tv to see trayvon lose his life came into this world a loud mouth individual now i walk in silence praying that i don't catch a few bullets to the chest you rest in peace when peace out rest i grab this mic for trayvon and i will do my best to spread the word that we still not free not just black people see but all minorities g gunshots Rang out another young life lost. Justice wasn't served, but y'all want me to blow it off. Let's stand for one another. This wasn't a lesson learned, but rather one repeated Reminded me of the way society is cheated Cause I'm black, I must steal, I must kill And if I'm wearing fancy clothes, then I must fit the bill uh, Stereotypes put us in a box And for years I've been trying to pick the lock Break out of the box and break into the system Sit the whole government down and say that we're equal I may not be you, and you may not be me But we're both human beings, a commonality why can't we stand for one when one dies? Instead, we fight amongst each other for all life. God created us all. How come we never see it? We'd rather speak on what's wrong and all of our differences. You see me with my hoodie and my fist in the air. I'm still fighting. America don't fight fair. The brief lifestyle of this young man is now on trial. There's now a full-scale character assassination, suggesting that Trayvon Martin deserved his fate, that he even provoked his own death. But while you may be tempted to divert your attention away from what really happened, here are the only three facts that really matter. First, a man with a gun chose to pursue an unarmed teenager who'd done nothing wrong. Second, the man with the gun chose to initiate a confrontation with the teenager after he was advised not to. Third, as a result of the confrontation, the man with the gun shot the teenager to death. And when you focus on the facts, it's not the colour of his teeth that keep coming back to haunt you. It's the colour of his skin. We're sitting here hanging out with Stow the Last on View From The Hill, www.viewfromthehill.com. That song's amazing, man. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm glad that 
I'm really glad that you played it, actually, because not a lot of people have heard that joint, to be honest. Well, I was um, second-guessing whether or not to play it just because of how many uh, samples from the news uh, are oh, in the beginning and the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are needed, I think. Oh, definitely. I They love, make the song. I love that shit, yeah. It helps, uh, you know, frame Create it. the atmosphere, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, then, uh, and then Dark Seasons... Um, another really great one from that album. I I love it. Yeah, peace to my homie Procise for coming through with the guest verse. I don't know where you're at, but I miss you, and I we need to make more shit. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, he does come through with that. That's he puts a little bit of icing on that cake. Oh, definitely, for sure. And then and then we had the grind, and uh, D Jones j- did say, you know, they did leave the word damn in it. So you're giving me shit for no reason. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <just> <laughs> That's true. They took two words out, but they left damn in it. So. <laughs> My bad. I should apologize. <laughs> and uh, like I was saying earlier, you're not a happy rapper. No. I mean, well, yeah. Do rapper. you have any party joints? Uh, I do, actually, believe it or not. And, like, those were, honestly, like, they're just, they were created uh, during my time, like, during, when me and me underestimated and we're all doing shit. Uh-huh. And even... I mean, I will have more party stuff coming. Like, there's stuff coming that's going to be really different. So, And you're saying, so with the stuff with the underestimated, you know, there's listeners out there who are wondering, you know, uh, I'm not playing that, by the way. So, so, so far we've had stuff played from his album, The Psych Ward. Uh, we've had stuff played from The Psych Ward 2. Uh, we've had stuff played from The Lost Ones 2. Mm-hmm. And then, opening up, we, we came out with one of his new stuff from his EP, Life. Mm-hmm. Um but this stuff here is when you were in um, in in Athens, right? This stuff that we've been hearing so far yeah. is kind of your Athens stuff. Bingo. Um, and these are the college days, right? What was happening, man? Like I said, you're you're a you're a sad, not happy person. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I I I think I you can you can. I understand why people get like the sad rapper deal, but I'm not, I, I mean, I deal with the same shit everybody else deals with. You know what I'm saying? I just use rap to, to vent it. Well, some people, you know, well, I mean, level with me. Oh yeah. yeah. Was it a girl? Was oh, it, was, yo, it, bro, was it grades? It was was it, it honestly at the not time having money? It, it was, let's see. So we're talking, so yeah, during the, the OU days, it was mostly, it was mostly girls at the time. Um, was it a girl you 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 brought from from the Cleveland area with you that that did some shit, or was it a girl that you met no, here in dude, Athens? That's the thing. Like I didn't. That's like I said in high school, I didn't date anybody, and for the first couple years in college, I didn't date anybody, and like, cause girls didn't fuck with me like that, and like, so I got my first girlfriend when I was twenty, and then, uh, shit went south, like bad south, and. Uh, we we ended things in 2011, and like that's that's really when like I don't know I really started to have like like being depressed and shit like. Well, that. that's what I was gonna ask. I mean, girls are usually the uh, driving force between most of these songs, <laughs> right? That we write, right? Was it for you too? I mean, it was that, and like even. So, like, at that time, so, like, I was also a Christian rapper at that time, so I was also struggling with, like, what I considered to be, like, my journey and my faith and stuff like that. So, like, the way I handle life, that first, or one of the first joints that you played, like, that, that's what that was about. Um, 
but yeah, like that's when I really started to like write about like how much the breakup had an effect on me and how I viewed myself and how I acted and stuff like that. So, so you're writing all these things in Athens. Um, so you're in a southeastern Ohio college town. <laughs> how the fuck does that spawn hip-hop lyrics? I mean, well, that's the thing. I mean, yes, you're, obviously your environment plays a part in, in what we're rapping about. But, I mean, life. Like, all of my songs are 100% me. You know what I mean? It's how I've grown and progressed as a person, fallen as a person, whatever. But, like, it's all 110% me. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Like, we, you know, I was just writing about personal stuff and what I was actually feeling uh-huh. going through life and stuff like that. So, you know, I got to push that then, you know. We all know the female struggle. We know right. what it's like to be in a relationship mm-hmm. and to have hard things going on. But what else is happening? I mean, I mean, what's it's, life? So it's also it's also struggling with, like I said, like I said earlier, like being black, and like you know that has an effect on how you view yourself and how other definitely how others view you and how they treat you and stuff like that, and um, also struggling definitely definitely struggling with money, and like I, there was so much pressure on me like in college to not fuck up, and you know because my mom my mom was like pounding into my head like these student loans are coming and like you're not going to mess up my shit because you wanted to go to school so like and then uh, again also in that time i had both of my uncles pass away uh and i started like getting more like really really trying to like understand like what like my father issues and stuff like that like so uh, you know a combination of all that stuff just it has to it has to go somewhere you can't like if there's one thing i've learned about music or like how i function as a person like if i'm not creating music about what i'm going through i will literally go insane and like it gets to it can get bad so you have to you have to let it out you know what i'm saying absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely um you know so I want to push this a little bit. You're saying you you're saying being black. Um, did did being black in Athens was it different than being black in uh, the suburbs of Cleveland? Definitely. And you know, like I said, I growing up, I was somewhat closeted, so I didn't see a lot. But like coming to Athens, number one, there are no niggas anywhere. Like it's it's a lot of white people. Like I I just came from the fest. Like. I I thought like there were no black people anywhere like do, like do black people even go here like but um it 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 affects uh again how you feel about yourself like there's it's awkward being in a classroom where you're the only black person you know what I'm saying and it's awkward when you know everybody's out and about and you're trying to walk home peacefully not doing anything and white people are calling you nigger to, to like to piss you off does that happen a lot in Athens it's happened to me numerous times you know what I'm saying and it's just it it comes from a lot of things like and even even with rapping and and stuff like that like in turn even with like relationships like there are there are girls out there that that want to try out a black guy and like see how that goes like and see if the rumors are true like that like I don't I'm not about that (laughs) life you know what I'm saying like I'm a like 
I'm not a fetish. Like it's 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 that type of shit, man. Like all that, like it has an effect on how you you deal with things and how you see things and how you act and react and stuff like that. So were you trying to? Um, do you think you know maybe I don't know subconsciously or consciously uh, was that something you were trying to bring to the Athens scene? Was your life you know to try to mix it up a little bit? To I mean, be like yeah, kind kind of because. When I would see people perform at, at, at hip hop shop, like yes, you would have you would have the personal joints and stuff like that. But like it was like surface level stuff, you know what I mean? Like and sometimes like and that works, like that one shorts joint back in the day, like that's that's still my shit. Like but like for me, like I, I try to write like I try to go deep, 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 you know what I'm saying? And not just talking about, oh well I hurt. But like, here's what I'm doing mm-hmm. to deal with it, whether healthy or not. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and like people, I feel like people need to hear that because I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. You can pretend to act all hard and like that you're super confident and stuff like that. But like, like I said, life sucks and like it, it gets at you sometimes. And like, you can't always pretend that like everything's 110% okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's okay to feel like things aren't okay. You know what I'm saying? So like to get people to understand that it's okay to, to, to feel down and, and, and stuff like that, like that was part of it, but also to just to show like there's hope on the other side of that. Like I said, propane is like the perfect example. That whole song is depressing as shit, but like once you get to the end, like it's like, okay, yes, I've gone through all this and it sucked, but after this is the sunshine and after that comes like more positive things that's exactly what happened absolutely all right awesome awesome and so when you were um you know around in athens at this time you were meeting those underestimate cats right um dc i mean i even remember were you friends with like uh crispy not the 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 weirdest part about it is that i wasn't friends with anybody (coughs) until like, cause like I said, I wasn't part of hip hop congress. So see, I thought you, uh, were you friends with Jean? I wasn't until way later. See, like, I thought you were. I see. I thought you guys were like boys, just like him. And, cause I understand him and DC are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I thought you and Jean were kind of okay. the same way. Like boys like him and DC are. Right. So like what I, at the time what people kind of forget a little bit is that Jean, DC and DJ Eyeshine were all part of one side entertainment. Right. So like I remember that they were all like really close. Um, I was a I was a big fan of or still am a, a big fan of John and like excuse me. Um, I would promote his stuff and just try to get his name out there. But like I at the time like nobody respected me as a rapper, so no one wanted to you know. Do you think that was the beginning of maybe your blogging? Like what you're doing now is when Jean came around and you were trying to get his name out there. You say that that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to promote him almost is what it sounds like. Well, right. Because I, in, I mean, I did the same with, with you guys, with your guys' records. You and, did, and yeah. The gray market records and stuff like that. Um, but I, I had been blogging years before that. But again, like it was mostly Christian hip hop and 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 because I felt... I always wanted to push music that was slept on. I think I got to take a time out here, right? When you say that you're trying to push music that you slept on. I I just need to take a pause here. And I want you to give a shout out everyone out there listening. Do you have an easy website to give anyone to your page where you, uh, 
you know, operate shout, and yeah, yeah, operate yeah, yeah, on yeah, dead yeah. end hip hop or anything like yeah, that. What is fault. that? Um, yeah, make sure you please make sure you check out uh, deadendhiphop.com. Um, we have a gang of writers that are about to come through and just drop uh, reviews, features. Uh, I've reviewed Kanye, uh, Murs, and other stuff. I've interviewed a ton of artists so i want you guys to understand that he just put kanye and mers together in the same <laughs> breath and that is not meant to shy anyone away <laughs> at all um because i wanted to bring this up i'm a little pissed off that he just said kanye was the first album i reviewed granted haven't heard his new shit that he dropped oh that's what i reviewed that wasn't the first review i did but like i know but i i haven't really listened to it i don't give it the time of day but <laughs> to put Murs in the same breath as him the point i was bringing that up is because you you uh you blog about and you do upcoming new releases for some fucking really good hip-hop man and i didn't expect that right because so um i i kind of thought you were on uh for the blogging part of it, you know, people hear the word blog, and it's, it kind of sounds like throw up in your mouth a little bit. A little <laughs> right, bit. Exactly. Like the same sound bit. you make when Just you like puke bleh. a little bit in your mouth, right? It's like blog. Right, yeah. Like, and yeah. I never really wanted to be um, listening to it. I never checked it out because that's what I thought it was going to be. It was going to be like Lil Wayne's new, oh, check this out. Right. Check Kanye's new review out. I'm trying to get... Tons of hits, so right. I'm gonna review oh, no, Lil no, no, Wayne's no, 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 shit, no, no, right? No. And then, um, luckily, before this fucking interview, <laughs> um, I went to your 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 artist page, your author page yeah. on uh, Dead End Hip Hop, yeah. and I was checking out um, the stuff that that you're reviewing there. Yeah, really good. You 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 are reviewing, and I think you're putting uh, life out there for the music that people should be hearing. Um, yeah, the hip hop people should be hearing. Uh, who are the people that in inspire you? Who are you, the people you like? Oh, man. That list is forever. Uh, but I guess one thing that people don't understand is that, like, growing up, when I, when, I, when I first started listening to rap music, like, I did not listen to, like, most people, most underground rappers you hear, like, they're like, yo, I listen to Wu-Tang and, like, yo, The Roots and all this other stuff. Don't be stuff. fucking with that shit. Don't be putting that name on that. I listen to Wu-Tang and right. the Roots. No, right. There's, right. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I, I understand that come up and it's a great come up. But I, I came up on, like, rappers like Journey Big and Th Theory Has It and Play-Doh. All these people that, you know, I mentioned to even, like, your really well-known underground rap fan. Like, you, they, these are names that they don't. Yeah. Me, right now. Exactly. I'm like, who the fuck are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. So, like, you know, rappers like them, like, gave me the the... The, I guess the confidence to be able to to make music. I mean, but I went to your page, man, and you're talking about, and like I said, people I don't even know, but I, I happen to click on them, and they're people I should fucking know. Oh, I definitely. mean, because they're the exact kind of hip-hop that I'm loving. You got uh, the, your latest blog by Alan, uh, Alan Poe, Memory. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Shots to him. you're doing Royce to Five Nine. People are probably hearing about him now, but, they, yeah. they, you know, it's about goddamn time. You He's know, been people, dope. People usually link Royce to Five Nine to Eminem. They shouldn't. Nah, they really shouldn't. Uh, because he's he's sick, and 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 you're giving him his shout outs. Um, uh, you know, some of these people, I'm afraid I'm gonna mispronounce. NX worries. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. The, the no worries. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. See, some of these people, I'm afraid of them. I I I can't pronounce right because I don't know who the fuck they are. But after listening to them on your page, yeah. 
I should know who they are. You definitely, you should definitely peep no, no worries for sure. Because Knowledge, the producer, produces for like Kendrick and and, and makes dope ass. I'll play some shit later. That, that's another per Okay, so I want you to do this right now, live, on air, right. viewfromthehill.com. Yeah. Get me to like Kendrick Lamar. You don't like Kendrick? I, I, I don't know what it is. You oh, just yelled at me like that, right? You just yelled that made me God, speechless. Right. Everybody oh. out there is probably not tuning in anymore. Bro, they're about to log off. Maybe you're keeping tuning in, Don't right? log off. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh. maybe keep tuning in. So it's not that I don't like Kendrick, right? Right. It's that I, I go into every album that he's writing thinking that it's going to be it. Because people are going, he's the next Tupac. Bro. No, he's not. I mean, he, he's not the next Tupac. So I go into it thinking he's Tupac, no, that's and your, he's that's, not. Nah. And he's not even rap, to tell you the truth. What what I think. Kendrick? Bro, what is happening right totally now? It's totally different. Oh, my goodness, It's totally, goodness, it's bro. like, and so I don't know if I should be looking at it in like a funk. He's like funk. Uh, he's everything. He's, he's everything. That's the thing. He's, he's. Made me like him. This is, okay. I'm just going to say, like, I understand, like, people that don't like Kendrick, I understand why they don't like Kendrick. I, I, okay, and I'm not, not saying not I dislike. don't like right, him. Right, exactly. But, like, they're iffy on him. I but, just like, can't get him. To Pimp a Butterfly is... And I've listened to it right. over and over again. It's unequivocally black music. Like, but, like, at the same time, Kendrick does this thing, does where he is able to create a deep message while still making catchy-ass music that people can jam to at the bars and stuff like that but like so like kendrick is is literally the rapper that you can listen to 24 7 you want to turn up you can listen to all right okay so help me help me as okay. a fucking uninformed uh dude i'm telling you i'm getting old i'm doing so <laughs> much more shit with my, i'm not keeping up with it and i'm embarrassed of that i'm telling you people out there listening i'm embarrassed of what i'm saying i'm not proud of what i'm saying what's a catchy song is all right. All right. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to add that to the list then. I got to oh, hear okay. these. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. See, wait, I got to hear these. No, wait. no, no. See, so I've heard them, but I got to hear them with the stowe Listen to All Right. Seal approval. You, or I'm sorry. Listen to you first and you. All Right. No, no. Just the letter U. It's just, it's. Yeah, see, this is how bad I am, I'm people out there listening. It's I'm you bad. And All Right is right after that. You and, just, and then All Right. And how, like, those work in, in juxtaposition position of the rest of the record is just so those are the those are the catchy songs all right or are those catchy. the first ones that i should just be listening oh to? You're, you're talking about just in general no i don't know i want to know the catchy okay. ones the catchy ones you should listen to like rigor mortis you should listen to uh control i'm writing these down yeah like Ke kendrick like so i've listened to these but now i want to listen to them with the stove yeah, yeah, stamp yeah. of approval on them of to know how i should be listening to this because i do i want to be made to like him because yeah. i do like him yeah i like him as a person oh definitely i haven't quite caught his i understand music yet i was the same way I was the same way because at first I was like, uh, he's and not I think that I'm afraid. I think I'm doing it because I'm going into it listening, like thinking I'm listening to one kind of music. Oh, no. like I think I'm listening to hip hop, like because I didn't mean to offend you on that. I oh, put no. on his right. record, and it's not a hip hop record to well, me. It's something different, right? But think about the stuff that you made with like Sassafras and First Street Heat. That's true. Like it's that kind of shit. Like right. it's, it's still like there's rap elements and like it's there, but like. They're pulling from so many other genres. So and, many and other. And just like, but like, if you, I think you should just go into it with a more open mind. Like, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> that, like, that's literally all it is. I like, think it's, I should too. It's not just, you know, it's not just 
boom bat beats and spit that's bars. what i'm like, thinking that's yeah, what no, i'm expecting that, that's ne- that's never going to be right ever. that's what i'm expecting he's trying to expand and like show different Right, like pre- like show the history and stuff. Like I mean, that. you're calling out basically my old age here again because right at the beginning of this, I was defending the Wu Tang and the roots. It's and which I'm is expecting Kendrick. Kendrick, oh, I'm expecting <laughs> yeah. Kren- Kendrick to Holy be moly. like Wu Tang and the roots, and he's not. No, 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 no not even, not even close. close. Right. But I think I'm going in to listen to everyone like he's supposed to be. And so then when every track happens that he's not like that, I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Right. Yeah. Uh, That's exactly. Yeah. You so know? just, just. And just, he's got the old, the old ass fucking, uh, you know, uh, George Clinton on it. Oh, yeah. He's got the old ass George <laughs> still, Clinton though, on it's it. And I'm still listening to the young ass George <laughs> Clinton and he's got the old ass George Clinton on it. <laughs> I feel it, dude. And I'm like, ah, I right. can't do no. it right now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just just go with an open mind. You'll, you'll, I promise. You'll, That's you'll how it. Well, I just had to talk about that for a second right, because I want to like them. But I really want everyone to go check out um, your author page. And the easiest way I know how to say it right now is just by the straight up uh, web address it is. So it's deadendhiphop.com slash author slash 21 does that mean you're the 21st author to be added to the site maybe i have maybe. no idea that's a really good question I yeah that so deadendhiphop.com slash author slash 21 go check out his author page on deadendhiphop.com uh it got me listening to some new music uh for sure crumb oh yeah yeah dope. See, christian rapper dope dope i mean i like that shit yeah uh, and uh, to anyone listening again who wants to hate me even more after saying that I can't get in, can't get into listening to Kendrick, I couldn't ever get into listening to Christian rap either. Same way I can't get into listening to Christian rock. See, I bet you if I played you some records and just you had no idea, then I'd never know. You'd have no idea. Yeah, and then probably you'd, not. And then you'd be like, "Yo, this is dope." I'm like, "Yeah, scribbling Christian idiots." Christian rap group. Well, was a Christian rap used group. to be. Yeah. All right, J J Roden, Christian artist, King Ulysses. That's the homie, but no, you should peep that though. A little really bit nice. of John P and yep. MC John P, watching me. Yeah, the new because uh, he just put out that video like a couple weeks ago. That's right, fool's gold. That shit's shit. Shout out to Jean yeah, P. Shout out to Jean P. Yo, because definitely records definitely. dope. Yo, but anyway, I, I could just keep going down the line. Right. LZ. Uh, oh, LZ. Come on, man. You know LZ. I know you know yeah, LZ. Yeah, I do. I, I was about do. to be like, bro, I, I'm stupid. I'm just listening to this. Right now. <laughs> I'm just like reading down the list right now. Actually, just reading it, not even hearing what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but. Fast forward a bunch. Um, I heard you on Propane Six, like I said. Right. Uh, the first song that hit up this this uh, this interview today, um, you heard it right off the gate, and I, something had changed. Yes. Because you'll even see that in your uh, in your Bandcamp where you host all your albums. Right. Um, there's a little bit of bit of change it goes from 2012 to suddenly like 2015 or something like that right and what happened during those years uh again at that time um it was just like it was a transition period so 13 was when i left ou and went to Hiram college and then um the only part that we were that uh so in 13 i put out conversations with myself with uh 
uh, crap, I think he's from New Jersey, uh, producer Walk Strange. Um, and we put out an EP together. Um, and yeah, that was 2013. Uh, so like that was a weird period in my life because like I said, I my mom wasn't like really happy with me. But you don't have that up. It's not. It's on my label page. So it's on your label yeah, page. Yeah, I run a label, Last Lyricist, and then that's it's on there. Do they own it or something? And I, that's why you don't have it on your personal page. I mean, I could put it on. Like I run the label, so I could put it on my personal page. I just haven't yet. I really need to do that. Actually, thank you for reminding. Me. I haven't heard it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah, that's I'll what have I'm to. Saying. Yeah, that's. So that's really like if you hear if you hear that you'll start to hear some more of that. The growth that we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. and actually you'll there's one song on there uh pondering that's that uh samples uh, the newsroom the hbo show the newsroom i don't know if you've seen it but absolutely you'll you'll, you'll like it the yeah. first scene the first scene in the show right that's the most popular scene right um i sample that and yeah you should definitely peep that record but that so in 13 that's what was going on and again i was still kind of struggling with uh, still girl issues at the time not obviously not the same girl because that'd be crazy but uh, stuff with that and 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 transitioning into being at a new school and trying to like really honestly like going through the whole like new kid shit like <laughs> trying to make friends and like all this other stuff. so besides the union you know we know the hip hop shop hip hop palooza and you're making all this music now so you're you're suddenly um, an everyday player at the hip hop shop because uh, Jean P left, uh, Jean P went on to do his own thing. Uh, gave me gave me uh, the quote unquote rights to the hip hop shop, so I started picking that back up. And yep. then you were like an everyday player mm-hmm. um, there. Um, so so then suddenly you're doing that, and and I want to know more. What happened? What changed? Um, that summer. The summer of 2012 is when I told I I'll, I remember because like I I can't remember exactly what had happened but like I was like salty about not being able to perform at like hip hop yeah that's what it was at like hip hop palooza and stuff like that and I was tired of like I as much as I appreciated like performing at Jefferson open mics and at I think that year it was it was Gam open mics and stuff like that like. I wanted to perform on stage and I felt like I was just as good as if not better than everybody else. Right. So that summer I lit, I locked myself away and I just wrote songs. Like, so the psych ward too. And like, I wrote like 40 plus songs for that shit. And like, that's why you've got it and the lost ones too. I mean, you got yeah, a lot yeah, of albums yeah, yeah. on that. So it was, yeah. So I recorded a, a, or wrote a lot of stuff for it and I came back, I came back to OU. I just kind of sat on those songs cause I had no means to record. Well, I didn't think I had means to record, but I definitely did. I just didn't realize it. Well, you were you were playing out at the Union a lot, like I was saying, for hip-hop blues and hip-hop shop, but, I mean, um, had you gotten to grace the stage of any other places? No. Here in Athens? I mean, just, just open mics. Like, I mean, now... At- was the Union your home? Yeah, the, the, the Union that I learned everything there. You know what I mean? Like, well, okay, obviously not everything, but, like, in terms of the mechanics of performing and, like, what... It t- and like getting over nerves and stuff like that like the the union was mm-hmm. and and it's it was crazy because like for for you guys that's like home court you know what i mean absolutely but for me that was like at the time it was like a training ground that eventually mm-hmm. turned into home court you right. know what i mean and you know i 
practice practice practiced and like that's that's what the union ended up being like it ended up being a place where every every month or so like i could see where i'm at and i could perform shit for people and see how they felt about it and and and, and go from there and then shortly after or in what, what year was that in 13 no i'm sorry yeah 13 early 13 is when you gave me that headlining spot right and that that was a good show that's i that's where the picture with that picture was from and it's just that it the most important show that that was a really great show and it just it 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 was just like yeah, it was meant to happen just because it's just how things were escalating i had, like i said i was practicing and, and, and writing songs with the underestimated so i like i was getting better with them and like it like I said, you noticed the growth that's literally what it was like it wasn't just like you know oh well still it's your turn you know what i mean like, right it was you fucking earned it and i was like hell yeah and now that you've left athens you know and you had those guys uh you know dc um freeman, uh, freeman and uh, now, uh pathos pathos yeah um do you find that kind of acceptance in other places you go where they just hear you rap and they're like, yo, let's do some collaboration? Or is that an Athens kind of thing? I mean, the 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 face-to-face collaboration is such an underrated, like, part of collaborations, you know what I mean? Like, I can, you know, email, message somebody, be like, yo, jump on this. And like, I mean, we can still make an intimate song and like something, you know, stuff like that. But it, it, was, it was something about being in the room with those with, with Freeman and DC and Don, like it, and eventually like, and it actually created a chemistry because we all wanted to create good music and Absolutely. we were all pushing each other Absolutely. To, to do better. This is what I'm saying though. So let me break it down. After you've left Athens, um, where'd you go after there? I went to Hiram College. Hiram. And then where have you been since then? Now I live in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Have you been to any open stages or anything like that since Athens? I haven't. It's, you don't, you, you know what I mean? I can't, the worst part about leaving Athens is that I can't take my reputation that I've built here and take it somewhere else. I have to restart. Do you think that the open stages and other uh, other towns aren't as like as just welcome as just come come and 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 be with us? I mean, no, because it's it's an atmosphere we created over the years. You know what I mean? Like, and not even just in the artists that were performing and whatnot. Like, even if you look at how you were hosting it and and you know your intros, like it wasn't just you didn't just jump on stage, announce a rapper, jump off stage. You were vibing with the crowd. Like that's what it was. We we created a, 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 a place where we could all actually vibe together. It wasn't just the rappers are here and the audience is below us. You know what I mean? It was we're all we're all together. This is let's let's create some good art. Let's show you what this good art is. And like you can't you can't you can't find that anywhere. Like and in in this small town, like this little hole in the wall, like that's small but still it kind of has a a little bit of a big city feel just a bit just a bit and you know you the the more and i can't tell you how many people (laughs) i can't spill (laughs) shit i fucking spilled i can't tell you how many people like were like yo i've never been in like an atmosphere like that and like i've never been in a place where Number one, I can't tell you how many people are like, wait, there's fucking rap in Athens? That doesn't make right, sense. Like, right. But again, they're like, yo, I felt welcome. Because like, even after we're all performing, like, we're not like, yo, 
yo, where the bitches? Like, you know, where, where's this? Where's that? Like, we're trying to, we're, we're getting other ciphers. Yeah, we're trying like, to, we're trying to do ciphers. We got, we got b boys in that we're all supporting right. each other and stuff like that. Like, there's one of the best hip hop shops I was ever at. And this may not have even been a hip hop shop, but I think it was the time when you were around Athens, man. We were at Casa. Okay. And the electric went out. Everyone was rapping. Oh yeah. Were you there? I think I was there. I think, I think I you were there that. too. I think that was around the time when you would have been there. We yeah. did a little hip hop show. The electric goes out. In Fuck. Athens, I do remember that. Drum sets get taken out on the fucking sidewalk. Rappers just posted up with no mics and just uh right. went down on the exactly, on the dog, fucking like... sidewalk right there. That was one of the most magical times I remember of of one of the hip hop shops. I don't even think that might not even been a shop. That might have been a Doc City show. Maybe. Who knows, man? That, that was just. But but that was the energy I feel from this town. It's so small, but the voice is loud. Voice is so loud. And have you found that anywhere else you've been? No. Not even like remotely close. And that's that was like. Like, I mean, it's first world problems, but it's like, that was, that was weird for me. You know what I mean? It was weird. Like being like, I can't just perform every month anymore. I can't just talk about rap with people that know about rap. Like I can't, I can't do all these things anymore. And like, you know, it, it was crazy. I could, like I said, like, and I mean, I talked to, to Freeman and, and Jacob in DC literally every day. But like, we all talk so much about how like, we wish that we could just, all four of us just be in the same room again and get that experience where like, we're writing songs off, like writing verses, like niggas is sitting on the couch, over, like we're wilding out, making jokes, like, you know, like, and, and then taking all that shit and performing it live with energy and just vibing with the crowd and getting love from the crowd. Like, I don't know, like, it's just, I've, Everywhere else I've been, it's just been like it's. I appreciate anybody that's ever seen me perform, but like Athens, if you're dope, Athens will embrace you. Period. Like will you know embrace I mean? you. Yeah. So like, and that, I miss that. So you were at Hiram. How'd that go out? You were saying that mom said, oh, "You ain't fucking this shit up. Right. You're not fucking." Did you fuck the shit up? Oh, I fucked up. You fucked. Well, the okay. Shit up. In her, in her eyes, the story's not entirely over yet. But like, in her eyes, I'm fucking up. Uh, and um, for for her, she was she was determined to 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 make me major in computer science. Perfect. Um, <laughs> to major in computer science, and like, I, I just wasn't I wasn't good at it. I and like that kind of fucked with me a little bit, and like. Um, which just made her more mad. And like, repeat that again, because I'm looking for a lighter over here, and you suddenly said something <laughs> about computer science. Yeah, so I went to Hiram College because my mom wanted me to major in something that would make more money. Computer science is that thing. Uh-huh. And like, I took the intro class, hardest shit I ever done, like academically. So that was the worst. You got a kid going to journalism school at OU. He's into writing. Right. So mom says, go yeah. to computer science. Right. Why? bro because apparently it's all about the 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 dollar bills all right apparently so is that kind of what made you then i mean i i don't have any other better way to say it than break out of your shell i mean oh definitely like 
like I said, with with when I was going through all that dark shit, like I was I was in a spot where like I said, I could either stay in the box that my mom had put me in or I could be what I know I wanted to be and know what I wanted to achieve. And it's just like, so what that's like, so I got kicked out last January. So it's been like for bad grades. No, I just, just see you later. Just, yeah. On some see you later. Like you, right. And like, so we're 15 months outside of that. And like, I'm, a better artist rapper writer than i was then so i must be doing something right and if if you're excelling at what you love yeah of course you are and then i don't know like i and i love my mom to death like i know she ain't even listening but like the whole the whole dream at the end of the day like i have i have some vinyl coming out later this year i'm shipping that to her and being like yo here's what i do this is what i do like take it or leave it but you're why i do this like i i create music because i want you to be proud of me that type mm-hmm. of shit you know what i'm saying so that that's the end goal for me absolutely so. well it sounds like that brought this feeling that maybe brought this new record life right that we mm-hmm. played that propane seven because it's like i'm making my life this is my life right and kind of to me that's why you named the album this because this is my life but also at as like another rebirth kind of i mean yeah i, was, I mean was that kind of it or something I mean, you know it's, was it's this partially the... and for me like that that's one of the things that i really liked about putting out the ep because i wanted people to take what they wanted from i have my i had my own personal reasons and own meaning for the, the covers and, and, and the titles and stuff like that but like i want people to take their own meaning from it. that's why it's so like there's there's very little influence like in terms of the cover art and even the titles of the songs that like it's pretty it's it's easy it's short sweet to the point like i said it's like about 10 minutes right each each ep is yeah, like nine ten you minutes can just long dip in dip out and then make make it what you want it to be you know what i'm saying for me the same i life came from the idea that the same things that give us life can be the same things that kill us death mm-hmm. the other way around the same things that we think can kill us are the same things that can give us life and hope and whatnot so i love it i yeah. love it so with that being said right there i think that's the perfect uh kind of introduction in these next two songs i want to play i want to play the uh the title track off of the ep life uh called life yes. and we already heard propane six so we're not gonna hear that again but then we're gonna hear town mm-hmm. uh from that same ep life uh you can check that out at your band camp, right? Yeah, still the last uh, bandcamp.com. Super shout out to Pathos for dropping that guest verse on town. And super shout out to uh, Teclan of uh, the homies from NASA 8 for for uh, giving me these beats. Absolutely, man. I love these. I love these. I mean, I, lo- I love that uh, you're doing your own thing on these and you can hear your own voice changing. Uh, the features you got on though were, were kind of well planned out. It seemed like on this one, and in the and I mean that in the way in Psych War Two, uh, the Lost Ones Two, all yeah. the older stuff. It was kind of like you were doing features just to do features, just to get so, on with stuff. For the Psych War Two, definitely, like that was part of it. It was nice to get. I just wanted to work with people that I looked up to. Right. Uh, but with this, uh, they were definitely more planned out, and I think. Uh, 
what i pathos or doing the verse with the song with pathos was dope just because he i played the beat for him and i think i wrapped the verse for him like in uh, back at the flat and which one's uh pathos on uh town and he was like yo i have to jump on this and he he made a great verse for the definitely thing. definitely and who's featuring on life uh no one i think it's just me but there's just you yeah Love it's it. uh uh a hot 97 uh sample at the end with my hero donald glover <laughs> <laughs> all right man we're hanging out with stow the last on view from the hill at www.viewfromthehill.com i got a couple tracks coming off of his uh kind of recent ep called life uh we last were talking about it it was dropped in september of 2015 we heard the uh another track off of it called propane six uh, at the beginning of this session we're gonna listen to the other two uh tracks that are on it uh life and town uh town with pathos on it big shout out to him he's been doing big things now he's up in europe uh doing crazy shit getting cultured he's getting cultured that's what he's doing he's getting a little bit of life is that what you is that what it's called that's what i go well he always was cultured like he wanted to be and now he's getting it man this nigga's fucking getting drunk as hell (laughs) i know this you know it he is (laughs) that's true i'm i'm wrong i i i I wish the best in everyone oh goodness (laughs) stow the last we got life and town off of that same album called life it's the ep 2015 where was stow the last view from the hill Hope everyone's having fun. Rap. 
rap on deck still spitting. Chances are, I'm the rapper that you never heard before. You made this now, let's wait and check the final score. A marathon and not a sprint of swords. And at times I get depressed because sometimes it hurts. But I have to push on for the people that are watching. Approve to my mom because she always steady doubting. Approve to my peers because they always steady laughing. Nigga, I went through dark times and let me tell you, I ain't scared of nothing. I'm scared my girl will get pregnant at not the exact time we want. I'm scared I'll never reach my potential. I'm afraid she's still in love with that dude. That's the first one. What is this for? He just put this on Instagram. Put it up. Why'd you write it? Exactly. Exactly. You're like, you're just like, why'd you do it? Like, why people, that's why people are like, you're losing it. You must be crazy, because why would you do that? It's like, because it's Instagram and people put up, like, why do people put up pictures of their fucking car? Like, why do people put up pictures of their money? Why do people, like, like, put up a picture of your boy's funeral, too? Like, that's life. Like, there's both sides. I don't get it. Well, people don't get into their feelings like that. That's why. But that's I know, yeah. That's you get people into don't because people don't want to be vulnerable. And that's, that's the thing. I was 100%. like, that's just me. I was like, man, I'm insecure. I'm, I'm, I know me, man. I'm just gonna let it out. Not only do the bottom 20% and the next 20%, the bottom 40% of Americans barely have any of the wealth. I mean, it's hard to even see them on the chart. But the top 1% has more of the country's wealth than 9 out of 10 Americans believe the entire top 20% should have. Mind-blowing. Here is the actual distribution of wealth in America. The poorest Americans don't even register they're down to pocket change. And the middle class is barely distinguishable from the poor. in a place where white privilege rules all and we laugh at a man every time that he falls the minority is really the majority but the majority is filled with rich white men who wear ties see the people who rule this town are acting like clowns and with tech on the beat are refuse to be shut down the one percent riding tidal waves with money bags we all out here struggling i guess that's the middle class the american dream is not what it seems because i thought the catch was that we all got to be free working nine to five to pay bills and taxes no matter what happens they don't know that the fact is this whole town is corrupt and needs to be saved this ain't the same road that my ancestors paved chasing a degree in hopes that i can get paid running from these crooked cops in the kkk why don't you arrest some white drivers i do you do well where are they look at all these niggas in here There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. Pathos. Yeah. I'm steady staring down a hollow clip. Swallowing the lack of pride for politics. Trying to stay anonymous, can barely buy a consonant. While I'm paying back the money that Obama spent. I know it's not the president, but I'm sick of whenever I'm close to death and can't afford the medicine. And I know Obamacare would allow me, but I'm asking. 
Does Obama care about me? And as my race, I know I get a privilege, but I'm hardly ever living where I'm living, giving limits, stealing weed to children, stealing for a meal that these greedy fucks are screwing me to make a million. What's a life worth when police are here to take it? Rebellion is a click away, so what's your takeaway? I'm trying to say to think about how to take offense, screaming, motherfuck the 1%. We don't even have to achieve what most of us consider might be ideal. All we need to do is wake up and realize that the reality in this country is not at all what we think it is. We're hanging out here on View from the Hill, www.viewfromthehill.com. I'm with my man, Michael Stover, a.k.a. Stow the Last. <coughs> we just got done listening to some tracks off of his EP called Life. There you go. You're getting it. I'm starting to get it. <laughs> I call it, I call this is the funny thing. I called the other one, the first one, I called Life the Peach one. The peach one, that's right. <laughs> and I call death the pink one. The pink one. That's how they're known to me. I'm just glad there's there's many different names. I loved Super it, man. Dope. I loved it. And seriously, um, I think Propane 6 was the first one that you uh, unleashed. That was like the quote-unquote single. Yep. Uh, and when you posted that, yep, I thought, you he's changed. He's Something's happened. Yeah, even when I posted, I was like, well, here we go. Like... You know. Something definitely happened. I mean, I think the first reference you smoking weed, I was like, "Hold on, jaw <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> what the hell's going oh. on?" So you and you're still writing, right? Yes, yes, I'm still writing. Um, gonna just keep doing that, right? And and these I aren't die. like little EPs that are. The last, like, see you later, right? Yeah, no, I'm not. I can't afford to dip. I've had, <laughs> I've had, I've made too many promises to people, and 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 I, I don't know. My, it's just so funny to look back on, just because my mom was always like, "You can do whatever you want as long as you believe in yourself and as long as you put the work in." So like, it's just interesting to see that stubbornness bite me in the ass. So now you, I'm doing what right? I do. Do it, or you won't talk to me. <laughs> but yeah, man, like. I, I, I'm I'm glad to be still making progress. So these EPs we were talking about, it, you know, uh, they're both about nine or ten minutes long. Are they leading up to anything big? Um, they're leading. There's a lot of shit coming. Like, and uh, I've been trying really hard to like keep it from social media. So I I have no problem just kind of unleashing it on here and like you know giving give you a little exclusive yeah um, yes sir but uh currently i'm working on death plus which is um a continuation of just like the life death series that i've been doing uh but it's gonna be seven joints um 
crap. Who's uh oh, all produced by New Vintage, so the same person who produced Death. Um and those are sick beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, same producer. New vintage? New vintage, yeah. N U V I N T A however the hell you spell it. Getting <laughs> drunk shit. <laughs> but, uh, dude's sick. Right. Dude is sick with Yeah, him. and I've we linked up forever ago. That's Where's that's he from? Uh, Cali. Cali. Yeah. He, we linked up like years ago, like before we linked up, like, yeah. Okay. Like, I just, I've literally just been, he's been sending me beat tapes and I'm just like, yo, I'm writing to this and I've just been hoarding them all. Like I have over like a hundred beats from this dude. Mm-hmm. Like, so, uh, and I just wanted to, and that's the thing I wanted to make sure that like I was dope enough to like actually crush the beats <laughs> and, and not be on some wax. So that's something you're doing now. And that's something I kind of wanted to bring up too. Um, I noticed kind of like on Psych War 2, the earlier stuff, uh, all your Bandcamp stuff says it um, so that the people that don't know know. And I'm kind of clueless myself, as anyone knows, if they were tuning into that Kendrick Lamar. Jesus Christ. Conversation we had. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Bro, let me sip yeah. my drink. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so there, there were some Jack beats there. And uh, so is that something you're trying to do new? Because they were jacked. And now I notice these new EPs are like. Original. Yeah, yeah. Beats. That's. I mean, for me, like I treated mixtapes like they were albums, but for, it was bad. It was practice. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For what's what's to come. And 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 um, none of these beats are jacked. Uh, so like, they are on the level where you know the producers. They know you're using the beats. Yep. That kind of thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. And that's again. That's what I've been waiting for. So yeah, like I said, Death Plus is coming. Is is coming next. Uh, like I said, Seven Joints, produced by New Vintage, featuring uh, my dude MC Oven, um, Pizza Boy, uh, and I think I have someone else, but I can't I can't remember who it is. But so that that's that's like right around the corner. Uh, and then after that is the debut LP, the solo LP called The Warm Up, and um, for the most part, it's produced by my uh, crew, the NASA Eight, um, with a couple exceptions like. Uh, Scott Zylo, uh, he has a couple beats on there. Um, shit, I know I'm forgetting people, but yeah, um, and that's that's gonna be big. Like I have like guest features that like people would have been like, oh, what? Like that I would have never expected. So like, yeah, so we're gonna have people like James Garden, uh, Red Pill of Ugly Heroes, uh, just dope people making dope music and. Again, peace to the NASA 8 for, for giving me the space to create and for giving me beats to uh, rap to. And again, they're they're going to be featured all over. If you if you are not hip to the NASA 8, if you're not hip to us yet, you need to get hip because we're coming. Like, people are sleeping so hard on us as a crew. Like, we, we're, like, 12 deep all over the world. Like, freaking tackling the dude who made, who produced life. Like, he's doing shows in Europe and all that Who are we talking shit, about bro? once again? Let's make everyone aware of who you're talking yeah. about. Okay, so... NASA is the giant team. Let's talk it. NASA eight. NASA eight. That's the giant. That's the crew. That's there's so many of us. I'm not even gonna NASA get into eight. It. Yes, NASA eight. And you can check our Bandcamp. NASA eight. Boom. Um, but Rashad, uh, aka Teclan, who produced all of life, um, he's he's doing all types of crazy shit, performing overseas, fucking, just it's nuts. And you know. I'm, I'm just dropping in here first. Like, if you're not hip now, I promise, I promise you will be here soon. Um, so this is the cat who had his hip-hop kind of roots born almost in Athens, kind of. 
and he's dropping fucking dope ass shit these days. I want you to hit that band camp up with him once again because one of the main parts of this podcast is to introduce people to local music, local cats. You came out of Athens, you're dropping some new ass shit, hit him with the band camp again. Of course, still the last.bandcamp.com. All my shit's free. Hit like, him with the NASA. NASA8.bandcamp.com. I'm pretty sure the majority of our shit is free. Damn, <laughs> you guys gotta go check that out yes. for sure. Definitely. Uh, on deadendhiphop.com, this cat reviews, blogs, fucking dope hip hop. Yeah, I man. mean, and I don't know. That might be, once again, clueless kind of radio host here <laughs> that might be just how deadendhiphop.com is so i encourage yeah. everyone right Please now to out. go to deadendhiphop.com check out the new music that they're blogging about they're trying to hip everyone too because if it's anything like stow the last shit is he's trying to get real music out there he's Definitely. made me a fan of that website i'm gonna be going there i'm gonna be checking out what stow's what stow's putting down deadendhiphop.com Stow, yep. I'm going to hit you up with some last minute quick questions oh, here. We're just going to grill them. Boom, go. I want to know rapid, them, all right? Fire. Top three producers. Right now? Ever. Or, Top oh, three producers. Ever. Fuck, dude. Top three producers. Okay, you're not going to like my answers. But I don't care. I'm going to go DJ Dust of Deep Space Five. Um, honestly, Knowledge is be- slowly becoming one of my favorite producers. Like, I think he's going to be continue to be amazing. And my last one. Man, uh, I'm gonna say Teclan Rashad. He's so dope. Literally any Nas eight, you could throw any Nas eight person in there. Nas eight producers up I there in the care. producer section. Yes. All time, I all don't care. time. You can, you can slam Go us check the it world out. Nasa eight dot bandcamp dot com apparently because yeah, holy I'm shit, keep, I'm gonna keep doing it. So I'm gonna flip it on the other side. Go. MCs, top three MCs of all time. Go. Theory has it number one, easy, easy mode. Um, after that, it could be anybody, man. Uh, for right now, just because I've been depressed as shit, I'm going to say Earl Sweatshirt and uh, Red Pill of Ugly Heroes. Those are my top three right now. Boom. Top three MCs, top three producers down. I want to know the top three best hip-hop albums of all time. Uh, my personal top three, three has it, Lord Fire, um, Red Pill, Look What This World Did To Us, and damn, the last one. I feel like I have to throw a group in there. (laughs) I'm going to say, um, damn, I'm going to say Scribbling Idiots, the have-nots. There we go. There we go. 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 All right. And the last one, final, I don't want to hear anything about solo MCs, top three, hip-hop groups of all time there's so few and far between now but you were talking about the wu-tang and roots and i felt like you were kind of shitting on them earlier no so dude no no, no, no i no, no, dare no, no, you no, no, not no. to use them in this i was i was just listening to the I roots dare the you not roots, to include roots, one of well, them in this the top roots three. are amazing how you how, how are you not gonna say black thought is not one of the best <laughs> yo so i'm gonna go i'm gonna say the roots um definitely because i listen to them all the time um Oh uh, man, Marzil and damn no, I take back Marzil. I'm just gonna say Deep Space Five because Marzil is a part of that. But uh, yeah, Marzil, uh, Deep Space Five and the Tunnel Rats. There we go. And NASA eight. And NASA and NASA eight. Slam. Yo, 
you wait. <laughs> you guys will see. Don't All worry. right, man. And then you just had this most recent uh, EP. It, it, it followed life. Guess what it was called? It was called Death. Yeah. All produced by New Vintage. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. More stuff coming out by New Vintage. What's going on in your mind these days? Life's still hard? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I've been between, between jobs and... Um, and stuff like that, but you know, things are starting to look up. And you know, <clears throat> during this time, I've just I've been able to create some some really good music that you guys haven't you guys haven't heard yet. Give me your cup, brother. We're gonna take a shot together to end this. God damn. All right. So we got a little bit of the 100 años, 100 percent agave tequila. I need to take a shot with you at the end of the show. So we're going to definitely do that here real quick. As if we haven't drank a lot already. I think we have. I bet. But it's <laughs> it's fitting to end the show. So we're going to end the show with a little clink on the glasses. Of course. I want you guys to hear Death, the newest EP by Stow the Last. Yep. Some of his best stuff I've heard. Really, if you've stayed with us for this whole episode, you heard from his beginning to now. Um, and if you heard his beginning, like I said, uh, this man's work ethic and how he just doesn't quit is what I love most about this guy. Um, great MC. He's writing about um, some real shit that's affecting all of us um, and that happens every day in our lives that we're all dealing with. Um, and he doesn't really care how he does it. He just does it. And he's been doing it for as long as I've known him. And now he's bringing us this new EP, Death. Big things to come. I've been loving him. Uh, Stell, I love you, man. Hey, man. I, I can't thank you enough for, for having me. And uh, you have no idea how much it means that you've seen the growth. Because that's, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit I've, I've had a chip on my shoulder since I came in this shit. So to have, to have people recognizing and, yo, and to anybody listening or that does listen in the future, like, thank you. Because that's... The fact that you even listen to me talk like at all means so much to me. And uh, yeah, for sure. Loved having you here, man. Loved having you here. Anyone who's interested in what Stowe's been doing or has had fun on this episode, go to his Bandcamp site, Stowe the Last. That's S-T-O the Last dot Bandcamp.com. Go and check him out on his author page too at deadendhiphop.com. The easiest way I know how to tell you is deadendhiphop.com slash author slash 21. We know that NASA 8 dot bandcamp.com is going to be having some fucking awesome music for you too and i'm going to have you guys listen to the rest of the episode with his newest ep death we got frustrated black and the finale and all we know is the finale is not the finale yeah. this is stow the last influenced by athens ohio but gonna go on and do big things forever stow thanks a lot for being with me for sure thank you had a great time. It's viewfromthehill.com, www.viewfromthehill.com. See you again next week. We're going to be with Dutch Williams on the 19th. Shit. It's going to be a good time. Peace.
sit home alone, I grab beats to scribble out my frustration on my knees, praying to God, hoping that I'll make it, make it in this rap game, and make it when I write, cause another year gone wrong, I might just take my own life, stressful weeks forgotten inside of a wild bottle, weed got me feeling like life could be lived on full throttle, I know what you're thinking, you used to never smoke, well that was until life stripped me of most hope, people like you for as long as they can use you, and only stick around as long as your sky is blue, and when the clouds roll in, everybody disappears, and only seem to return when you've beaten all your peers, so while I'm the lone swordsman, call me a nomad Cause everything I see in this world just makes me so mad What do you care what I think? I don't even count I could disappear forever and it wouldn't make any difference I may as well not even exist at this school, remember? And I'm tired of niggas not respecting my crime we can toss a beat back and forth, you'll get front. They'll beg for a blog post, but won't send a dope first. I'm watching careers fall, cause they wanna cross the line first. Chasing money and girls that want that highlight. And I'm just doing my best to provide with what I write. I want my mom to be proud. Not to think that I'm stupid, I'm sick of all of these girls making me feel like I'm useless. I put my best foot forward and did that for you. So why is it so hard for you to do the same too? The government's a joke, we know they all lying, so we shouldn't be surprised with all of our people dying. The solution is peace. Everything's building up and coming to the end And the day that I lose my hope, then I'll be dead And the day that I lose my hope, then I'll be dead And the day that I lose my hope, then I'll be If you speak to me on the phone, you will have zero idea of what I look like. You either conform, in which case you get an easy life, or you fight against it and you'll end up criminalised, outcast and removed from the situation. A beautiful black baby born back in 1990, oblivious to the life his ancestors had to see. That was one of slavery, one of pain and whips. Fast forward 20 years, we're getting shot and kicked, and nobody seems to care because they can't see these chains. Walk through the big city and you'll see this pain. Single mother with food stamps, two kids and no rest. A husband locked up for the weed that he possessed. Not to smoke for himself, but to sell on the block. Because three jobs ain't enough to get him off of these cots. The kids struggle in school because they don't see the purpose. The teacher looking at us in disgust and think we're worth There's no future, no plan, step for death or a jail cell The land of opportunity cause it seems we're living hell How we supposed to make it when all y'all refuse to see The pain in our eyes when you live in the lap of luxury If I can convince you that you're worthless, 45 minutes What could I do if I did with this with you for 30 years? Black man with black thoughts, I'm not good Black sun, I shine bright, it's no good Black's right, but black rights, we got none Black hype will take flight like Jordan A black hype on that pipe is poison A black life to racist whites are niggerous The blacks fight like harsh times when niggas hung And black sons allow whites to call us niggas hung Ah, here he go again Preaching to the choir in his congregation You ever felt like slaves?
legs, your emancipation's here I'll kick you out the pen if you adhere to my pen Cause uh, I got that flow like water On ships they brought us, but where they bought us Know from who they bought us, and did they rape our daughters And all black life slaughter, is it hate they taught us I think, yes, I got that flow like water On ships they brought us, but where they bought us Know from who they bought us, and did they rape our daughters And all black life slaughter, is it hate they taught us I think, yes Cause 